On this episode of the podcast, we talk about productivity, procrastination, and how you're holding yourself back in your business. This episode is for you if you are wanting to reach that next level of success. And if you're someone who's feeling overwhelmed or like they're always busy in their business, this episode is going to really help you reframe the glorification of busy and get you in the mindset to really take control of your schedule and your business and ultimately your life. Welcome back to this episode of the Virtually Free Podcast. Today I have with me Alyssa Coleman. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you today and I'm so happy that you agreed to be on the show. I know this has been a long time coming <laughs> and I'm just so happy that we were finally able to record and it's totally my, totally my fault, but um, I'm just going so- back and forth. I love it. <laughs> But you know, it, it, it happened when it was supposed to happen. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but before we really get into the meat of stuff and before I go a little fangirl about you to the audience, why don't you tell um, us a little bit about what you do and um, what you've been up to in your business? Awesome. Yeah. So I'm a productivity strategist and I work with um, all types of entrepreneurs, but I sort of tend to attract creative, uh, right-brained, kind of free-spirited type of entrepreneurs. And um, a lot of what we do is really finding, you know, what is that big thing that they really want in their business and in their life. And a lot of times they're, especially with entrepreneurs, it's really, um, you know, it's blended. Like they kind of overlap a lot. And we basically just find the most productive and the most um, like direct route to that end goal. Um, Because it's really easy, I find, especially if you're creative and if you're I mean I think it's kind of what makes us entrepreneurs is that we always have ideas and we have we want more and we want to try this new thing and that new thing and it's really easy to get basically you know on a big scale distracted from whatever that big goal is for you and that big dream that you have for your life and um, I did the same thing and so I'm like you know right there uh, being a warrior along with you so we figure out what's the most productive and the most direct route there and then we make it happen Amazing. You know, said in such a, an easy way, but it really the actual is. <laughs> process is so much, uh, so much more, but that's, that's so awesome. And I actually came, so this is where I'm going to fangirl about you for a little bit. So <laughs> I came across you, I came across what you do in your business, probably uh, a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit less, but I was in the process of really like, okay, like my work is not functioning properly. It wasn't in the grand scheme of things like you are talking about right now. Although I, I'm, I totally love what you're doing with that. And I think that coaching is amazing, but I was looking for like productivity, just like based on like, how yeah. do I get more out of my day? Because I was working like 12 hours for clients and like, it was just horrible. Yeah. And I came to, I don't even remember what it first was, but I remember watching your time blocking training and it okay. just like changed my life. And I was like, why? I mean, granted you didn't invent it, but the way that you oh, delivered yeah. it was so succinct and so clear. And then in a way that I was like, oh, I understand why this is important because sometimes productivity experts can kind of 
go into a really long tangent that make you want to like roll your eyes and bag your head and glaze over and stuff. So yeah, um, productivity can be like a super, super boring industry. And that's actually like why I really fell in love with it because I was looking like just same as you, I was looking for a solution to why am I working like 50 hours a week and like never leaving my desk and really not even making like that much money. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if I'm here all day, every day, you think I would be a millionaire by now, but really like something is broken. Right. And I got into, you know, researching everything about productivity and um, time management and all that. And it was just like this drag. It was so boring. It was not made for entrepreneurs. It didn't really fit with what we were doing. Um, and so I kind of found some ways to make it a little bit more applicable to what we do. And, and that time blocking workshop is really, it's, I mean, that changed my life as well. So I'm there with you. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, I don't, I don't remember if it was in this, in that actual workshop or there was just something you talked about multitasking and I've heard it. We've all heard it a million times, how bad it is for you and how it, you know, um, what's the word like pulls you in like 17 different directions. I mean, as a human being, we're already multitasking as is. So we keep adding all these other things and it just becomes insane and we don't function properly and we burn out and all this stuff. So Absolutely. it was just so, th- I was just so thankful that I found that. So this is why I'm so excited to uh, talk to you. I feel like it was like the, really the beginning of me being able to be like, okay, let me get my shit together in more or less sense. And then yeah. also because I was able to have this time blocking system, I was also able to become a morning person and I was one of those people that were like no 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 there's you cannot become a morning person you're born like that like people that are morning people are crazy (laughs) you know that yeah 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 you're like they have some different type of brain from me for sure (laughs) exactly and it really I mean I really part of me is like I still believe that even though obviously I don't because I've gone against it but uh, it just was such a great uh, experience for me. So I'm so happy that we get to chat about it. And we're going to be talking about productivity on the podcast today and how people or how we can all implement it in small scales, large scales or all that stuff. So um, thanks again for being on the podcast. And yeah, I'm just so excited. I feel like I'm, I'm like, excited now too. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So, okay. So my I first like- question to you uh, about productivity for all these people, because I feel like sometimes there's people that are like, they, they kind of trick themselves into thinking that they are productive, where mm-hmm. they could have such a, a more direct and like much more free time instead of, uh, you know, laying in bed at night and being like, oh, I wish I could have gone to yoga or I could have, you know, spent a little bit more time with the kids or, or both. So yeah. what's the first question that you kind of ask or you get your clients and your your community to think about when it comes to be like okay like how do I even start to understand that I need more productivity in in my life yeah you know I think a lot of us kind of innately like know this and um you know there's some of us who are are either no okay I totally need help I'm a total hot mess like I'm scattered everything is crazy my desk is a mess my brain is a mess there's those people and I love those people because they're like oh don't worry we can fix this and but then there's the other people who kind of are like no no no. like I get so much done every single day I'm super busy blah 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 and they almost like busy themselves into the same situation so they're almost both in the exact same situation but one person is really really busy um, and the other person is maybe just like, well, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of, you know, like going to the coffee shop and then coming home and like writing in my journal. But what I find is the one who's like really, really busy 
they sort of deep down know that the thing that they like are the reason that they're being so busy is because they're procrastinating on this really big thing that they want or mm -hmm. this like goal that they have in their business. It can be like monetary or it can be, you know, I want to only take on five clients and I want those five clients to pay for, you know, like my life for every single month, right? Like I want that to be, um, I want to have that type of freedom or so what I actually find is that there are people who will go behind their desk and become really busy just as another form of procrastination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, you kind of have to do a lot of it really has to do with self-awareness. So you kind of have to ask yourself like, am I the type of person who finds excuses to stop myself from doing the work that I have to do? Am I the type of person who finds projects that stops me from doing the work that I know that I really need to do? Um, am I the type of person, and there's lots of different, you know, personality styles that all, a lot of them really all lead up to the same thing, which is, do I have this like fear of that thing that I really want? And it can be, like you said, like, you know, on a micro scale, like weekly, like by the end of this week, I really want to have all of my launch emails written. And I'm just, you know, I'm doing, I'm, I'm creating all these other things and I'm sending out these emails and I'm, you know, talking to my Facebook group and like the day went by and I was working every single minute of the day, but I didn't write those launch emails. So maybe I'll push that launch off one more week. Um, you know, and it can be on this really small micro scale, or it could be on the big scale where you're like taking on new clients, even though you told yourself at the beginning of the year, I want to, you know, create this course so that I can, you know, take on less clients and have a 50-50 half passive, half active, um, you know, income and, you know, take on clients. And when you have so many clients, you don't have any time because you're super busy to work on that course. So maybe you'll do it next year. So it really like, it kind of plays into like daily, weekly and big time um, scale. And a lot of times it really has to do with this like fear. And, you know, you wouldn't think that procrastination had has anything to do with fear, but it is, they are so intertwined. It's not even funny. And uh, it wasn't until I sort of figured that out that it, I almost now use my procrastination as like a, like a sign. So, you know, like when I feel myself doing it, I know when I'm doing it. When I feel myself doing it, I kind of have to say like, all right, girl, like <laughs> close the laptop, get the journal, like, you know, yeah, I know you don't want to go there, but you kind of have to right now. Like, what are you avoiding? What are you scared of? And why are you doing this to yourself? And, and a lot of times, like, there's a lot of, a lot of junk that we kind of need to clear up um, to see, am I being, you know, productive or am I just being busy? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you, you're talking, I was like, I've done both the micro and the macro example that you just used. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and also I use the same thing. Like I, over the course of the last few years, I've really understood that like procrastination and me creating these really great reasons that yeah. <laughs> to push things or not do it or not show up. Um, yeah, I've really started to observe where I do that. I'm like, okay, obviously this is, you know, we're going to go back to mindset. I always talk about mindset, but like you go back to okay. the idea of like, um, okay, so I'm scared. Like, why am I scared? Because this yeah. will like be a new level of success if this goes or when this goes well. Um, or like, is it because I'm scared of money? Because sometimes like for the, the example you used about clients and the course, yeah. a lot of people hold the belief that if you, and I, I hold this belief. So I say this, I know some people yeah. don't, so I want to put those people out there, but there, if you get to a new level of success or you get to a new, um, like, 
ideal state in your business, you have to suffer through it. And people are so nervous of that and they're scared and they don't want to suffer. So they're just like, yeah, we're fine. And then they, you know, as you said, make up those excuses and like, oh, like I'm busy. I'm just so busy. Yeah. And a lot of times it's just a way of staying in your comfort zone. So like if you're really comfortable doing, you know, behind the scenes work on your business, like I I see this a lot. There's people who, you know, you kind of have to work on the back end of your business and then you have to go to the front end and you got to show up and maybe you have to launch or maybe you have to do a live video or maybe, you know, in some way you need to become visible. Maybe it's that Instagram story, whatever it is. Um, I see a lot of people procrastinating by being really busy by like redoing their website or, you know, doing, you know, reformatting, you know, their entire Google drive or like, um, like I've done these two things in the last month. So, (laughs) and that's because that's where you're comfortable. You're like, I know I'm really freaking good back here. Like I know I can get stuff done. I know I can do it well. And that's, us staying in our comfort zone. And I'm, I'm totally guilty of that one as well. And I noticed myself like going to those places where I'm like, I could do this thing that I know is going to really change my business and my life. And I'm, I'm drawn to it, but it's freaking terrifying. So you know what, I'm going to like switch membership site platforms and like, that's a lot of work. So I'm going to be doing that for like a while. <laughs> you oh, know, God, I literally just did this. I'm like, you're just talking about my life right now. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm psychic. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> this is a reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man but it's so true and uh i i mean like i really struggle with it's funny i struggle being the center of attention but i'm an only child so it's yeah. <laughs> and i love being an only child and being the center of attention in that space but when you get out there and you're being in front of other people and showing yeah. up in a totally different way than maybe you've also showed up in the past like that's scary it's very scary and uh it's very scary and it, it it's kind of illogical to think that that isn't going to affect our productivity and things like right. that so um yeah I love talking about mindset because it all comes back to that you know. it does unfortunately it <laughs> yeah. does yeah and when people are like oh no it's just these steps I'm like oh, okay yeah <laughs> I was that person I was like no girl it's strategy like yeah this is let me just tell you and and the truth is at the end of the day you can have the absolute best strategy but if your head's not in the game it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That being said, don't throw the strategy out the window. Oh, it's a, please. <laughs> it's a live in harmony, of course. But yeah. No, 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 but yeah, yeah. I remember my first, my very first coaching call I had where I was being coached. She was like, what do you want to work on? And the first thing out of my mouth was like, I'm fine with mindset. <laughs> this was don't before. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh God, that, that call will always haunt me. I think the worst part was she was like, okay. And I was like, how? Um, but yeah so okay so productivity so we talked a little bit or I talked a little bit well we both did about the time blocking so uh, I would love if you would mind like explaining a little bit to uh, the audience and the listeners like what that is and like how it's how it's beneficial in it can be beneficial and like what it's done in your business yeah so yeah for anyone who doesn't know time blocking is a way of organizing your schedule and basically grouping like tasks together so for example and you can do it in a couple different ways but let's say for one example we wanted to really time block um our days so what's today thursday well for example today is the day that in my business i take calls so that's why i happen to be on this call with amy and you know i wouldn't I would, there's no way I would be on this call on a Monday because on Monday, that's where I take team meetings. That's where I plan for my entire week. 
that's where I do CEO level tasks and that's where nobody bothers me. Um, you know, and then on Tuesday I work on copywriting. That's when my blog um, gets done. That's when I work on writing emails. That's when I work on writing launch copy. And so you can kind of see how I'm grouping tasks that use basically the same part of my brain together. And you can do it by grouping them in days like I'm talking about here. So, you know, Monday is CEO, Tuesday is um, writing, Wednesday and Thursday are for calls, and Friday is maybe for like admin tasks or something like that. Um, and it, it really varies based on your business. But you can also, and you should also, do it throughout the day. So rather than getting to your desk and being like, all right, I'm going to check my emails, and then now I'm going to start writing that um, you know, Instagram post. And then right after this, I'm going to check in on my Facebook group and then I'm going to get on a client call. And, um, it starts to really like fragment the way that your brain is working and our brain loves to work on similar tasks at the same time. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like, you know, when you start, um, it's funny, I'm having the weirdest uh, example pop into my mind, but I'll say it. <laughs> so I used to waitress. And one of the things that we had to do was like, fold these, these, um, you know, linens every single night. And so you have to fold the linens and then the linens go, you know, away. And then everybody brings them out when it's time to like set the table. And the first linen you do it and it maybe takes you like three seconds, but by the end, you're like a linen, like machine. You're literally like busting these folds out in like half a second and you're done the pile of linens in like two minutes. Right. That's just because your brain starts to get into this groove and it almost starts to be like muscle memory. My hands are moving without me even thinking about it. And literally that can happen in every single area of your business. So if you're writing, you can get into basically what you know, a lot of people call a flow state. Um, and it happens with admin tasks. It happens with writing blog posts. It happens with having calls. If I'm in this kind of mood where I'm having a call with Amy, if I had to now go and write a really reflective post for Instagram, like it just, the energy is not the same. Right. And so what we really want to do is almost hack into that. Um, what, what naturally works for our brain and like jump on that train. Right. And just kind of go with it. And it allows you to get so much more done quicker, but it also allows you to do a better job. Like the first linen you fold is like, all right, but the last ones that you're folding are literally pristine, right? Because you're in this like um, creativity, you're in this energy. And um, it, when it comes to work, you get to also be very, very inspired because you're only focusing on one thing. You're not writing that blog post and then quickly checking what someone said on Facebook and then coming back to the blog post and then quickly seeing that email popped in and you're going to check that and respond to that. And it's kind of a stressful email. And now you're coming back to the blog post and you're totally off your game. And we all know this feeling like instinctively, but if you create time in your schedule where you say, Hey, Tuesdays, I write my blog post. Then I write the email that goes along with that. Then I write the social media post that promotes that blog post. And then, you know, whatever it is in your process, that's very similar. Um, if you start putting those things together, you'll notice you get them done in probably half the time. And a lot of times you do it much, much better. And it comes across like you know, you're only focusing on one thing. It's like when you're with, you know, your friends or your partner and you're just focusing on them, the, you know, the, the, the quality of the conversation is much better. And it's the same with your work. And, um, I, that's why I really, really believe in it because it's just, it's, here's the truth. It's just the way our brain works. And when you stop fighting it and you just go with it, it, your brain really likes that. <laughs> it appreciates that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what you're talking about is like very similar to like the idea of habit formation. Habit formation is over time, but like we're building those neural pathways. When you're right. doing that one task at the same time, like over and over and over again, those pathways are being 
prepped. And it, as you said, like at the end, those linens are beautiful and they could be done. Like you could be like, quote, like upside down and you'll do a really good one because it's yeah. the muscle memory. It's the neural pathways being formed and all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I, it's funny cause I, I will say this and I'm going to be very honest about this and I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm, I'm covering from it. So I took your time blocking thing and I listened to it and I was like, yes, but I am as Gretchen Rubin, I think is her name. The four tendencies is I'm a rebel. So yes. if you tell me to do something, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'll, I'll take your information. I'm gonna do it how I want to. Yes. And so I did time blocking. I did the day, but I didn't do it like, um, or I did it like based on a day. So like, you know, for the first hour I would do like client one, yes. like number two, but I wouldn't do like themed days. Yes. And for instance, the podcast, like it would take me, each episode would take me like two or three hours, like with recording, with the whole process. Right. Um, minus the intro, because I do, for everyone that doesn't know, I do intro calls. So not including that, but everything else. It was yeah. me three, four hours where it could take me literally maybe the record time an extra 15 minutes if I just sat down and did it all at the same time. And I've, I've changed it now. I've realized how bad it was and how like behind and I missed releasing some podcasts because I had just, you know, gotten this state of like not being productive. Yeah. And it's so true. And it's really amazing what that small effect can be. And I think because we're so used to multitasking, the idea yes. of focusing on something for a long period or not even a long period of time necessarily, but like a good 30 minutes where nothing else is bothering us yeah. or 50 minutes. It's so hard. And we, there's so much resistance there. Yeah. And a lot of us, um, especially as solopreneurs, we kind of wear that multitasking as like a badge of honor, you know? And I definitely did as well. Like I'm, I used to always say I'm really good at multitasking, which was really, you know, it's, it just wasn't true. I used to say I work really well under pressure, which was just another way of saying I put things off until the last minute and then (laughs) I get them done, you know? So we, we have these kind of like routines that we fall into. And even, you know, what I notice is like, what really drives entrepreneurs and, and what I kind of base all of my philosophy around is this feeling of momentum. And when we start to feel like we are on a roll, basically, mm-hmm. when you're on one, you know that feeling, especially like when you work for yourself, like you're like, I'm killing it and I'm not killing it for my boss. Like I'm not doing like this is for me and I'm killing it right now we live for that feeling and that's what, you know, lights that fire for us to continue. And that's when we, we think of that next project and all of that. And when you feel, you know, the exact opposite, when you start to feel behind, when you feel like, Oh, I'm behind on two weeks of podcasts, or, you know, I put half an hour in my schedule to get this blog post done, but it took me an hour and a half. And now I've cut into the time when I was supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z. That's the opposite feeling, right? That's resistance. That's, um, that's just that feeling of being behind. And that's what, stresses us out and Mm -hmm. it's the exact opposite of what we live for so what I always recommend is giving yourself way more time than you think you need and therefore you kind of like get to almost trick yourself into being like oh I'm done this and I still had you know I'm done you know 45 minutes early girl's going to get myself a coffee maybe take extra time I'm gonna froth that almond milk you know (laughs) and you're you're feeling momentum and but what a lot of entrepreneurs do is we overestimate ourselves so we say like nah I can get that done in 30 minutes no problem like I'll be done easy and you probably could but let's be honest like this is real life you know what I mean like this is your every single day this should be your weekly routine and you can't always 
be doing like I would say working really well under pressure you it's just not you know feasible long term um so I really believe in giving yourself that extra time because you almost like trick yourself into being like oh I'm like killing it and I'm feeling that momentum and it allows you to move forward even quicker even easier and even more in the flow yeah absolutely and like as someone who has been in the opposite state for not I'm not there now but I had been there for like quite some time we really underestimate how much that what can weigh on you too like especially yeah. if you're not kind on yourself about it and you've set all these really expect big expectations and I, I I expect the I expect the world from myself and a lot of entrepreneurs do yeah. so when when we don't accomplish what we set out for even though every intention was good and we've done everything we could we feel less than and we feel like we haven't done what we could and then that that opposite feeling the opposite feeling of momentum and inspired action can really help us stagnate even more oh totally and, and that's where yeah. Yeah, your mindset starts to play tricks on you just yeah you're exactly yeah and like anxiety is so rapid right now right so like it's so it like I've gotten stuck in those those you know nights of stewing and I'm like oh maybe I'll just quit my job or maybe or not my job but my business and I'll just go to this and this and this yeah and I'm and then you have to sit down and have a little chat with yourself and be like just calm down you you well, what's going on <laughs> yeah you didn't get the blog post release like chill like it's not a big yeah. deal <laughs> yeah so it's so crazy we do really like we overestimate ourselves and then we also underestimate our, ourselves in that way as well like we'll kind of then lay there and be like every, oh my god like I haven't done a video in two weeks and everyone's probably wondering where I am and it's like girl <laughs> kind of nobody cares like it's fine yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal <laughs> yeah it's so true I love although I've, I've, I've I don't do Instagram stories live or live stories or whatever the fuck they're called I can't even this is total grandma yeah um and I started doing them really regularly and then I had like a few people be like you're not showing up and I'm like I know this is accountability but this is exhausting and this isn't really I was like I thought no one cared yeah um, oh I'm yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean they were friends oh, and stuff so. you know I feel <laughs> yeah. I um I do this thing called work with me Wednesdays and oh yeah I know uh, <laughs> oh I, I mean I know I don't know about everyone else but <laughs> um but ever since I broke so I broke my right wrist and it's really quite hard to I mean like I need my one hand for everything so if I'm going to be filming something it's not like you can kind of multitask as I as I would you know not recommend but you know I couldn't really film so a lot of my work with me Wednesdays were sort of just short and kind of like dude this is all I can this is all I can really show if I'm actually gonna get any work done today and the same thing I had so many people saying like oh like we miss you like where are you and all this and I'm like oh geez now I'm kind of feeling <laughs> you know for anyone with anxiety or introvert <laughs> um that definitely felt like a lot of pressure at that point and I kind of had to again, go back to my mindset and be like, listen, these people just love you <laughs> and they will love you even if you can't do Instagram stories with your left hand. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think we, we think it's like, oh, it's like, where are you? They're like, oh my God, we've done something wrong where it's really yeah. like, as you said, like, we love you. We want, we want to see what you're doing. Like show us. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's just so funny how our brains work. <laughs> um, so I want to talk to you about the Pomodoro method. Yeah. I have never actually, like, it's mentioned in your workshop, but I never have actually done it. And what? I, what? yeah, I know I'm the worst. So <laughs> I'm going to use time to, for you to kick my butt into gear and then also explain a little bit what it is and uh, how it's a how it's helped your business as well as time blocking. 
I mean, you already yeah. mentioned that, but. Yeah, so they, they're kind of like, they're really great partners. So if you have um, your schedule, it's beautifully set up. This, um, this uh, workshop that Amy keeps talking about, I will uh, leave a link, but I think it's just alyssacoleman.ca slash masterclass, and you can watch it, it's totally free and all that, um, if you like want to have this schedule that I'm describing right now. So you have- I'm just gonna interrupt, it's amazing. It'll be everywhere available for everyone listening to this. Okay. Yes, and I'll get the proper link if that's not it, but I think that's it. Um, and so you have your schedule set up, and now this is where I see a lot of entrepreneurs, and maybe Amy, you can like confess your sins here, where you have the beautiful calendar, and the first couple of weeks, you just don't follow it. <laughs> like You're like, oh yeah, I'm looking at it, I see you, but I'm not doing you. Um, this happens to a lot of people because it's just like you were mentioning, it's kind of like getting at, it's the opposite or it is habit forming, but you almost have to like unlearn your current habits, you know? Yeah, and yeah. a lot of times what got you to where you are now, like, I don't want to, um, you know, discount the hustle in the beginning. It's not always this like routine thing where you get to kind of, um, follow these routines of the same thing you do every single week and you scale it sometimes in the beginning, especially like when you first start your business, like you're hustling and like, I see you and I want to respect that and say like, girl, <laughs> do what you got to do. But there comes to a certain point where you're like, all right, I've got a couple clients. Like I shit's like happening for me now. And you know, I kind of see where I could either stay exactly where I am, the hustle that got me my first client or my first two clients. Um, and I could just do this because everything is crazy and this is all I can handle, but I can kind of see this next level. And that requires me to sort of get my shit together. And that's kind of like phase two. Okay. So now you have your, your schedule set up for you and it looks beautiful and you've only given yourself, you know, 30 minutes to, um, to write your e or like respond to your emails or something like that. Now, what I really recommend, if you're, especially if you're the type of person who gets easily distracted, or um, even if you have resistance to something, so sometimes, like, um, if I mentioned launch emails earlier, like, sometimes when I have to do, uh, you know, a big launch or something like that, or something new, I'll have resistance to writing these emails because it's a lot of work, and it really has to do with this thing that I'm, like, scared of, and now I have to talk about it and promote it, and, you know, it's all kind of, like, intertwined in this weird concoction of like work and emotions and like self-worth and all of this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll say, okay, I have an hour and a half to write these launch emails. Let's just say it's put in my calendar. It's there. It's from, you know, 10 to 1130. I'm writing these launch emails. Then this is when I would employ the Pomodoro technique. So basically all it is, it's like very simple. It sounds crazy. All it is, is you set a timer for 25 minutes. And then before you press start on the timer and you can use um, apps, there's like a website. I think the website that I go to is literally just called like tomatotimer.com or something like that. Um, but you could just literally set a timer on your phone. And before you press start on that 25 minutes, you close all tabs. You turn your phone on airplane mode and you tell like anyone who's around you, just like, don't talk to me for 25 minutes, put your dog in the other room or something. And you basically just open these, this, you know, Google doc where you're going to write these launch emails or whatever the task is. You just have that open. You set the timer you start the timer for 25 minutes and you focus on only doing that. So now I would just be writing launch emails for 25 minutes. Then the timer goes off and you give yourself a five minute break to just kind of reset, check your phone, like 
you know, feed your dog, like whatever you have to do, but just give yourself five minutes and then do it again and do another 25 minutes. So they're almost like little sprints of work and it's really, really focused, deep work. And, um, it kind of plays on this, um, you know, theory that I was talking about earlier, where when you're really focused on just folding the linens, you get really fucking good at folding those linens. And, but if you stop and you talk to your, you know, like coworker about the gossip about, you know, which bartender sleeping with which like waitress, then, you know, you kind of have to start back from the beginning. So when I'm writing these launch emails, I'm just starting my timer 25 minutes focusing on writing these launching those and you will see like you get into this flow state of this serious focus and i do my absolute best work in those 25 minutes but also like it's wild what i get done in 25 minutes and like you just have to try just as an experiment because like I kind of now create this game with myself of saying like, I think I can do this in three Pomodoros and it can be like a massive task, like 30, you know, launch emails or something like that. And I'm like, I think I can do it in three Pomodoros. And it's almost like a, you know, a challenge. And so often I can, and that's something that before would maybe take me a week to do. I swear to God, like, honestly, you know, because you get distracted and, and, um, resistance is freaking real but if you set that timer like it's crazy you just have to try it i can't even it's it's nothing crazy it's just 25 minute timer taking a break trying again <laughs> um but it's like you gotta try it that's awesome it's it's funny because i i've done it so i haven't done it in my business i've done it i'm i'm, I'm writing a book right now so i've done it while writing a book because i'm a t as you said like once you're in it you're like focusing i'm like trying to build on emotion and all that stuff so yeah. it's hard but I've not done it in my business and I'm going to, like, I, I know I am. And I do very actively try to do it, but it's never been in like a formal state where I'm like, okay, it's 25 minutes. Like, and the fact that you were just like, you have to put your dog in the other room. I was like, but my dog, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like it's on my list. It's just, I have, it's 25 minutes seems so short. It's I know that's like, the crazy so, part, dude. But it's, but it's also like, you can be, I'm, I'm an extrovert and like, I do a lot of talking and stuff like that for me to be like alone with myself sometimes for 30 minutes. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> you can turn on. I allow music. Some people like there's pure. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. So, yeah. I think you can't have any music at all, but like if you put on some good music, 25 minutes, like it's, it's wild. And you know, the cool thing about it is you get to sort of start to amend your schedule um, as the weeks go on. And what I really noticed is that, like I said, I gave myself all this extra time and um, I started to notice that I was, yes, it would take me an hour and a half to respond to my emails, but that's because I hate my inbox and I would, you know, mess around, look at my spam, <laughs> like check out the newest, like group on or something but if I had a Pomodoro I could get my emails done in like 10 minutes like really it was less than one Pomodoro um so I started to amend my schedule and and that's when I start to really tighten up and give myself like um you know I don't work on Fridays and I have that time completely off because I've really gotten serious about my schedule Monday to Thursday and even that like I'm usually done every day at 4 p.m. and that's because I gave myself all this extra time and then I slowly started to tighten up tighten up tighten up and I really um you know can credit that to having a really productive schedule but and time blocking but also the Pomodoro technique and eventually like you can kind of remove the Pomodoro like when there's less resistance and when you kind of get into a flow state with that you don't really need the Pomodoros as much anymore. You almost can do it instinctively, but, um, 
like I come back to it almost, you know, every week, especially, like I said, if I have resistance around something, you need the timer, <laughs> like you need it. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, the word of resistance is like a really important, I think, especially when it comes to productivity, because you are going to hit that much. I think people think it's like, oh, as soon as you figure it out, they'll be fine. You'll be ready. You'll be in the game. But yeah, and there's new levels, like your same mindset shit comes up, like you think you're over it and then it comes back up, like, you know, at your next level. And it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a lifelong practice. I would, I would think. <laughs> It really is. And I, I, and that's why I like bring it up in almost every single like podcast interview too, because I just don't ever want like the, what I used to think about like mindset and stuff is like, it just, it really prohibited my growth, my, my like growth as fast as it could have been. Had I realized, okay, like I need to turn inwards. I need to see what's happening. I need to feel where I'm holding myself, where it's valid, where it's not, or holding myself back where it's valid, where it's not and all that stuff. So I mean, I it's everywhere, right? Like, and I think so many people are kind of a, like ashamed to admit that we're not perfect living in this perfectionist social media society kind of thing. But like nobody is and like people, there's so many people, imperfect people that have achieved wild success yes. and have gone through these processes of really unraveling themselves to see what like where um, their brains are basically saying like, no, 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 don't go here. It's a little scary. And, but you know, you're going to suffer if you don't thing. So, um, but yeah, like, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I I just want to comment. I am that type of person that creates the calendar. It's like, Oh my God, look how pretty it is. And then you're like, and now I'm not going to do any of it. (laughs) And I think it comes back to this. And I did want to mention this before we sign off is the idea of, um, we live in this or, a lot of online entrepreneurs, we have this really awesome advantage that we have a freedom-based lifestyle. Yeah. And when you really hone in on that productivity and you're able to be productive in shorter spans of time, you're able to have more freedom. But the general assumption is actually, I think, the opposite, that these schedules recreates or routines yes. create such uh, suffocating or lack of freedom that why wouldn't you just go back to like a normal nine to five? But yeah it again comes back to mindset. You've got to like understand that once you optimize these tasks and processes and stuff, you're going to gain more and more and more time in your day, in your week, in your month or in the, in your life. Right. And um, actually that's such a great point that you bring up because that I felt the same way. I'm a very like free spirited type of person mm -hmm. and rebellious. I, I, wanted freedom to do what I want when I when I wanted to and that's like you said why I you know don't have a boss um but what I actually what I always say is that your schedule and having like processes in your business ends up being like the safety net around a trampoline and it allows you to kind of have this thing that you can fall back on and you know that it's there you know that it's keeping you in you know in line with what you want, which is to stay in the trampoline, which is to, you know, get to six figures this year, which is to, you know, sign your next client. And it actually allows you to have a lot more freedom and take a lot more risks um, than you would without the safety net. You know, like you have those trampolines that just have no safety net and you're going to, you know, maybe try, you know, jumping. But when you have that safety net, maybe you'll try a flip. And and it, what it does is it allows you to have more inspiration, to have more creativity. Um, and it's, it's just this like foundation that keeps you really, really, um, safe. And what I find is that it actually allows me to be 
a lot more creative, a lot more inspired, uh, because I don't have that nagging feeling of like, oh, don't even think about that right now because you haven't gotten to this and that and this and that. And like, it gives you this brain space. Um, so if you're the type of person who feels like I'm not, you know, I'm not like type A, I don't want a calendar. I don't want someone to like kind of hold me to something just kind of, um, um, like I really say, just give it a try because you'll notice that it actually allows you to be more of that free spirit than you probably are being right now. Yeah, exactly. It's, we're so nervous that it's going to take it away when really it's just going to make it so much better because you really can't talk that much about how amazing the brain space feels. Like it's, it's so hard to put into words and believe me, it's worth it. (laughs) It's worth that struggle in the beginning. And the truth is like, you're still the boss, right? Like I kind of, um, separate it into two things. I see two versions of me. There's like the boss, Alyssa, who knows like the girl, this is how you're going to make your first million. And like, this is the strategy that we're going to do. You have to show up three times a week. You have to do this. But then there's the me that comes to my desk and like went to bed late last night and like, you know, watched too many episodes of Handmaid's Tale and like is PMSing. And I get to my desk and I'm like, I don't want to do any of this, but I have to like really respect the boss version of me who created the calendar, who, you know, put these things into place because I like, I, I'm self-aware enough to know that like every single day I don't come to my desk being like the type of person who's like inspired and motivated and like ready to freaking kill it. But you have to almost, um, just kind of like defer to the boss version of you. And that's kind of the, the version of me who creates the calendar. Oh, that's perfect. I love that so much. I think that's like the perfect place. Like I'm a boss. I, I make moment schedule peace. I love it. Mic drop right now. <laughs> awesome, Alyssa. Well, it was been, it's been such a treat and it's been so fun chatting with you about productivity and all the things surrounding it. And I'm so, so happy we finally got to connect and record this episode. Yes. Thank you. Me too. This is amazing. And you're welcome. And as always, I get our experts to leave the audience with words of wisdom, but I'm actually going to switch this question. It's still essentially the same thing. Uh, (laughs) But my question to you is, what is the number one thing you want the listeners to know about building an online business? Hmm. Um, That is such a great question. You know, what I would probably say is that the biggest bottleneck in your business should never be you. And, um, you know, we talked a lot about mindset here and it comes down to your habits and all these other things. Um, But that is the biggest thing that I see. And I do this on a regular basis and I start to become the bottleneck in my own business. And if you're really serious about your goals and your dreams, then you have to make sure that you are not the biggest bottleneck. And the way to do that is to get really self-aware and um, put some processes and systems maybe into place that literally prevent you from doing that, like baby-proof your own business from yourself um, so that you give yourself and your business the best chance that it has.